0: Welcome
1: to the OMFIF podcast. Hello and welcome to this OMFIF podcast. My name is Nikhil Sangani. I'm the Managing Director of Research at OMFIF. And I'm delighted to be joined by my colleague Taylor Pierce, who's a senior economist. And today we'll be discussing some of the results from our Global Public Investor 2023 report. The report will be launched soon. It, it covers all themes around reserve management. So we surveyed 75 reserve managers globally, worth almost 5 trillion in reserve assets, to find out what are their biggest concerns in terms of the macroeconomic environment, what are some of their investment intentions, and some considerations around ESG and their operating models. Today we'll be focusing more on their macroeconomic concerns. And Taylor, first question to you really on this is, We knew last year when we did this survey, which was shortly after Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the surge in commodity prices, reserve managers were telling us that inflation was their their biggest concern back then. What's the story this year?
0: Thanks, Nikhil. Yes, so the story this year is the same, but a bit different. So inflation is just as important a factor for reserves managers as it was last year. When we asked our survey respondents what are the most important economic challenges affecting your reserve management operations. 85% listed inflation as one of the top three concerns, which is about the same as last year. Not a single respondent thinks that inflation will be reined in to the 2% target in the next uh, 12 to 24 months. And the vast majority think that it will fall somewhere between 2 to 4% or 4 to 6% in the short term
1: just um, to reiterate on that so that that's reserve managers at central banks telling us that they don't think central banks will get inflation under control right that's uh, yes. it's quite that's, striking
0: yes
1: yeah and that, that's a that's a similar finding to as as you said last year so it suggests something around the persistence of inflation really and, and central banks reserve managers themselves not really trusting their, their own monetary policy committees perhaps
0: Indeed. And in addition to the concerns for inflation this year, we actually see more of stagflationary concerns. So not only do 85% uh, fear inflation over the short term as a a primary concern, 69%, which is more than double the share, which reported the same last year, selected a global economic slowdown as one of their primary concerns. Nearly 40% of our survey respondents are expecting a global recession this year which is also quite striking. And this also ties into some financial stability concerns as a slowdown might deteriorate credit conditions or lead to liquidity scarcity. And that could have a circular effect, uh, which could further stagnate growth. On the stagflation story, some reported thinking that a recession is necessary to bring down inflation. But of course, this could also have other adverse impacts.
1: Yeah. So I I guess the story coming out of it is, is, as you say, there's stagflation concerns this year rather than just inflation and it seems like there's some doubts over whether central banks can engineer a soft landing really if some of them are telling us that the only way to get inflation under control is if there is a recession. I think one interesting thing that, that we found within this is the difference between how emerging markets, reserve managers and those in advanced economies differed on some of these points. So I think one thing that came out of it is the primary economic concern in the near term For emerging market reserve managers for 28 percent of them it was the economic slowdown whereas the inflation story was more a concern for advanced economies i suppose that partly feeds into some of the results that we see in in another part of the survey about how generally speaking it looks like there there might be a flight to safer assets like bonds and, and gold and i suppose in that environment in emerging markets when there is a flight to safety those are the ones that tend to get hit hardest as capital flows away from Some of these are risky emerging markets and towards perhaps advanced economies like the US. So it's interesting that it's emerging markets more concerned about a slowdown than others. What about the story over the the sort of medium to long term? What are reserve managers telling us that their concerns are there?
0: So interestingly, geopolitics is moving from a short-term or acute concern last year, um, which makes sense, as the survey was conducted just after the Russian invasion of Ukraine, to a longer-term concern. So Central banks are thinking about geopolitics and reserves managers specifically are thinking about geopolitics now as a as a concern over the five to 10 year time horizon rather than the next 12 to 24 months. And we can also see this in the share uh, which report geopolitics as a short term and long term concern 83% of survey respondents listed geopolitics as a long term concern which is affecting their reserves management, although stagflation has overtaken geopolitics as a short term concern. In terms of how they're thinking about geopolitics, the fragmentation of trade and capital flows, obviously, uh, supply chain disruptions, which we saw last year, and uh, commodity and energy price shocks as a result of the war. These, at first, were quite an acute concern immediately after the war. But I do think in the background, we see that reserves managers are thinking about this as a longer term source of volatility, especially when we think about decoupling between the US and China or other kind of Underlying tensions in the background, so we're looking at a much longer time horizon of a more volatile geopolitical situation, rather than just the shock which we which we saw last year.
1: Yeah, and I think that's an interesting point, right? Whereas last year it was very much there's a war on Europe's borders with with the Russia Ukraine crisis and that playing into the near term concerns. Whereas now it's it's morphed into more of a a longer term concern and and more centered around U.S. China trade tensions, it seems and how that plays out. Bringing it back to the inflation story, that's also a pretty big medium to long-term concern as well, right?
0: Yes, inflation was still the top long-term concern, interestingly. So this also kind of plays into the point that reserves managers don't expect inflation to be reined in in the short term. And this is also, interestingly, kind of, it seems to be taking their attention away from other issues which have been more at the forefront in the past few years, mainly climate change. So this is still the number three reported challenge, which is affecting reserves management over the long term. 52% of reserves managers report that climate change is in their top three considerations over the long term, but this does seem to be taking a backseat to stipulation and geopolitics. And we see this play out in some of the other chapters of the report where they discuss their asset allocation to ESG assets and other ways that, that they're implementing ESG and other sustainability considerations. So it seems like for now, climate change has stagnated a bit while reserves managers focus their attention to stagflation and geopolitics.
1: Yeah, and I think there's, again, there's an important consideration there between the difference between how uh, reserve managers in advanced economies and those in emerging markets are looking at this. Climate change is very much a bigger concern for those in advanced economies right now, perhaps because, as, as mentioned before, these concerns around geopolitics or stagflation if that does prompt a flight to safer assets, that's likely to hit emerging markets more immediately and perhaps harder, whereas yeah. climate change is, is affecting those globally, but might have a bigger impact on those in advanced economies, which already tend to hold more green bonds, for example, and they're already incorporating ESG in there. The reserve management practices more so than emerging market central banks, is one thing that we find. So this is a, a pretty gloomy scenario, right? It's it's central bank reserve managers telling us they're they're fearing a global recession or a significant portion of them that... None of them expect inflation to come back to target in the next few years. And in the meantime, there's the uncertainty around geopolitics. So it's, perhaps they might be under pressure and, and may have another difficult year. And I think that that feeds into some of the findings we've, we've seen around how much they might be willing to to intervene in in foreign exchange markets. Could you give us an idea of what some of the findings are around that?
0: Sure. Yes. I definitely don't envy the job of reserves managers this year or in the near future. So in terms of the data that we collect on global reserves, we see that total international reserves fell to 15 trillion U.S. dollars from their peak of 15.7 trillion in late 2021. So it's a pretty significant drop off. And this is due to a combination of valuation effects and FX intervention, as you mentioned. And... Because of this drop-off, we see that 80% of survey respondents reported experiencing uh, portfolio losses last year. And only 39% of reserves managers report a willingness to deploy only 5% of reserves in the event of market volatility, which is far and away the largest share. So we asked reserves managers, what is the share of your foreign exchange reserves you'd be willing to use in a time of volatility? And far and away, the most commonly reported answer was only 5% or less. So this basically means that reserves adequacy is far less than it has been in previous years. And 40% expect that it will take them one to two years to recover these losses. And a quarter will expect that it will take two to five years to recover the losses that which they suffered last year.
1: Just on that, really, just to come back to that. So it's 39% say that they'd only be willing to use up to 5% of their reserves to intervene in, in the face of further market volatility like we saw last year. So it really plays into this point, I guess which, as you mentioned, is linked to the fact that eighty percent of them suffered portfolio losses last year that, that the emphasis is very much on preserving capital and maintaining or rebuilding some of the lost reserves rather than deploying them again, because some of them either don't have the resources right now. I think it's ten percent of them say they have less than adequate reserves right now, yes. And for the rest, I think that the focus is very much on capital preservation rather than drawing down reserves. I suppose this this is something that I think you're about to come on to, but what does that mean in terms of what they're thinking about as the the potential safety net for reserve managers? What are some of the options for them and, and what do they think is is the best approach there?
0: It seems like the vast majority are not looking to increase their risk appetite to make up for these losses, at least in the short term. So for now, it's more a story of a flight to safety. Um, and that's why we also see that the top reserve assets or asset classes, which reserves managers report looking to increase their allocation to our government bonds and gold, which are kind of the classic safe haven assets. And this is in contrast to the story that we've seen prior to all of these shocks, which you've experienced in the last two years or so, which was more a story of diversification with reserves managers looking to explore alternative asset classes like real estate and equities, et cetera. So we see those kind of more alternative asset classes, definitely not of much interest this year to reserve managers.
1: Yeah. And just, just again, plays into that idea of the flight to safety, looking to preserve capital. And actually the share of those who say that the most effective way to, as a global financial safety net, last year, 47% of them say that is drawing down their own foreign exchange reserves. This year it's 35%. So again, it's less of them are looking to draw down their reserves because they've been hit by the volatile market conditions. There's plays into this idea of a flight to safety and actually more of them are now saying that the most effective safety net for them is is swap lines from major central banks. I think that's 37%. So that's something that the Fed and the ECB made available after some of the recent financial stability scares and it seems like that's where Reserve managers are increasingly looking towards to, to help in times of crisis. I think there's plenty more that we go into throughout the reports. And this is just a a bit of a snapshot into some of the, the general themes we see around macroeconomic concerns, and we've touched on a bit on, on their asset allocation. We also go into a lot of detail on some of their currency decisions and whether we're seeing trends of de-dollarization. We've touched on on whether climate change is a concern. We go into more detail on ESG and and also their operating models and where, where they're looking for help from external managers. That just leaves me to thank you, Taylor, for this insightful conversation. And we hope that you can join us for the launch of our Global Public Investor Report soon. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to the Fifth podcast.